Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in today. Well, we've been having a wonderful time with my testimony of heaven. We did part one. We did part two. We did part three. And this is the final conclusion, part four of this testimony. Let me tell you something. It's a wonderful place. But what's greater than all that beautiful place is to actually just stand right next to Jesus and say, hello, Jesus. And he say, hi, Jesse. I mean, it's just it's just great. And I people that are born again. Oh, my God. I, I wish I could. The best way to describe this is you have to say it in tongues. It's just about, about, about the best way. It's such a blessing. So let's go to part four of my testimony of heaven. Take some notes. Be blessed because it's going to minister greatly to your inner being. Watch now and receive it. David opened up the door of my house. He said, Jesus made a table for you. I said, he did. And I love foyers. To me, foyers dictate what a house should look like. This house of mine is God. They say I live in a mansion. It's an old house. <laughs> Nothing compared to what I got in heaven. And I got a beautiful home. Don't misunderstand. Oh, I walked in and I walked up and this table has two gold eagles sitting, looking at each other. And one wing is like this. He said, the Lord personally made that for you. I said, my God, I'm doing good. He said, yes, you are. I just said, look around. I said, wow. And it was a lot of my own taste that I have here. Louis the 15th, Louis the 16th, a cabriole leg. You know, straight, curvy. I kind of like that kind of furniture. And I said, God, why is that? He said, every desire is given. He's, and David said, would you like a condo in paradise? I said, can I have one? He said, you can have a mansion in paradise. Anything you ask is given. All desires are met. Every desire you can think of, God does. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? It's the same way here, if you'll believe it. The same way here, if you believe it. And I, that's why I saw all those beautiful condos and places. People like, they like, got a mansion. Everybody wants to live in the, in the New Jerusalem the city, but they like to go out to the country. You can have that too. It don't, whatever you ask, whatever. It's no problem. And the Lord told me, he said, I'll do the same thing on the earth if somebody just believed me. That's my theme this year. What shall I do for thee? He didn't make a limitation on it. We do. People do. That's God. Being God. So as I was walking, I came out of my house. Jesus came up on the street. Whew, I hit my knees, you know. And he just laughed. He was laughing. He tapped me on the show. Stand up, Jesse. Go tell my people I'm coming. He got stern with me then. I said, Lord, they know you're coming. And he raised his voice a little bit. He said, no, they don't. You go tell them I'm coming. I said, yes, sir. I'm yours to command. I will do that. That's why I work so much. Because I, I can hear that command coming at me. Do this. Do that, you know. So it's hard for me to, uh, quote, quote, slow down. And I was sitting there. I mean, standing there. And we are just talking. I said, thanks for the table. He said, I, I did my best. I said, this is nice. He said, I thought so. I knew what you like, and I did your taste, but I added some of mine in there. I said, well, every time I look at it, I'm going to think of you. He said, thank you, Jesse. 
He never called me brother. And I'm just thinking, he says, it's time for you to go to work. It's time for you to go home. He said, David, take Jesse back to the, take him by the way of the mountains. He likes mountains. I said, thank you. He said, remember, go tell my people I'm coming. I guess that's why I work so much. I, I'm under a command from God Almighty through the lips of Jesus Christ. That's why I know the difference between the voice of the Father, the voice of the Son, and the voice of the Holy Ghost. I've heard him physically many times since then. And I know the distinctness of each and every one of them. And then all of a sudden they come into harmony. And they all speak as, the three speaks as one. It's the most amazing thing you've ever heard. And as you, but you're not going to know that unless you fellowship with God, see. It's more than going to church. That's good, but you got to do that. So as I was walking, the Apostle Paul came up to me. Abraham came up to me. Jonah came up to me. Bunch of people I didn't know. I never saw my mom. And let me say, I never saw any of my family. I know they were there. Maybe I, I wouldn't want to go or something. I don't know. Or maybe it wasn't time for that. I don't know. I can't explain that. And Paul looked at me and he goes, he clenched his fist. He went, preach this gospel. I said, I'm going to preach this gospel, Paul. I am going to do it. He goes, come on. I said, yes. And, and David said, sing. I said, I don't sing much anymore, you know, because I preach so much. He said, just let every word be a song. And Jonah said, Uh, I revealed that tonight. Obey. He said in a kind of a whisper, obey. I thought, yeah, because if I don't, I'll wind up in a fish myself. I guess that's what I was thinking, you know. <laughs> obey. And that's what I do. And when you understand what I'm talking about, you'll realize and know without a shadow of a doubt that uh, this longing for me, I want to get out of here. I've been there. I'm not looking to be a big preacher. I lost all that craziness. I, I won't exploit this thing. But I got to tell you something. I saw Jesus cry. When I would look into his face, it was so bright, but I saw tears. He said, hey, I'll never forget this as long as I ever lived. He said, my worst day is yet to come. I thought the worst day was the crucifixion. It's the judgment. He said, Jesse, you know, when I said in my word, I will wipe away all tears. I said, yeah. He said, that includes me too. I said, what? He said, Jesse, I can't change it. I can change it now because I'm their savior. He said, at that day, I won't be their savior. I'll be their judge. And I will have to declare the law of God. I can't change it. I have to wipe my own tears. And Charlie had tears, and I saw water fall from his. I almost wanted to pick it up for like, hold this, something, you know? And he had tears. He said, I, I don't want to tell my creation to part from me, you work of iniquity. I don't want to do that. My worst day is yet to come. And then he said this, you'll see it. Ladies and gentlemen, I 
that's going to be a tough day for God Almighty, for Jesus himself. He said, I can change it now. Preach that gospel, Jesse. That'll be one less that I have to say depart. It'll be one less tear I have to shed. I don't want to do this, but I must. I said, okay, Lord. Then he said this, take care of yourself. Watch over your body. Satan don't care if you live or die. What he cares about is where you are. If you die and go to heaven, he says, good, I got him out of my hair. If you die and go to hell, well, bless God, he, he deserves what he got. He said, well, you, you give him trouble is on earth. He was saying all, with all these men, great men like Jonah, and I looked at Paul and I went, he went, so I haven't obeyed that all. Uh, uh, I've missed God on some of that. I'd get so tired, I could holly. Until the Lord had a child, a young man, give me a word of knowledge. And he brought me back to heaven. He said, but just as the Lord told me to tell you something. I said, tell me, young man. He's just a kid. He said, you know, the devil's afraid of you. You get in front of you, you run him over, kick him in the head. He just, you just beat him and walk on him. I said, I like that word. He says, so he quit getting in front of you and got behind you and started pushing you. Come on, you don't need to rest. My God, the people dying and going to hell, boy. Come on, preach, preach, preach. He says, so you'll never complete your destiny or reach your destination because the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. That went off of me like a shotgun and I heard the Lord say, ah, take care of your body. I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'll say it publicly. That. At times I've missed it again. I just, you know, Jody or Kathy will say, go home, take a nap, do something. And I, but, but this, this command, I'm going to be 72 in about a month and a half. This command, I hear it 24-7. Not to be big, I don't care about any of that stuff. I want to stand before him in that great day and said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. Uh, but I have to learn to listen to this, this flesh. And I'm in not bad shape for a man my age. Most of my staff can't stay up with me. I'm not bragging about that. But there's been time God has told me to rest and I didn't. I'm going to be honest with you. And then I'd have to repent over it. He said, I appreciate your tenacity. I appreciate your willingness to work. But there's much more for you to do. You know, most of the people I started out with, Randy, they dead or retired. Most of them you have too. I ain't looking to play golf. I wouldn't mind white, watching that white horse run. <laughs> I like watching horses race, you know, they're beautiful. It's just that I'm about the father's business. But I have to be careful. I don't want Satan to use that. And the Lord has warned me about those things. And I believe that's a word for some of you in here. 
because you have to complete your destiny and reach your destination. So I stepped into that contraption. And they said, we'll see you soon. And I thought, soon? This was 33 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. I was 39. But a thousand years is one day with the Lord. As far as they're concerned, I'm only, I was there 25 minutes ago. The millennial kingdom is only two days, a thousand year reign. That's one day, that's it. Jesus may have only been gone a weekend on his time frame. So if you've had a wife or a father or a mother or an uncle or an aunt or grandparent that's went home in the last 25, 30 years, they've only been up there maybe eight minutes. Their time, not yours. I saw that. I wanted to know that man that said I made it. Uh, so as I was coming back, going at a phenomenal rate of speed, I don't know if I got out the Milky Way galaxy or not. I don't know. Because it was going so fast. And the next thing I know, I'm like this by the bed. And the first thing I did, where's the hole? How did I get out of here? <laughs> and I had been in heaven five hours and 15 minutes. And I looked at the clock and I went, oh my God. Oh man, it's 6.15. They're going to pick me up at quarter to seven. I got to preach tonight. Now what I didn't notice, John, I was lit up like a light. But I couldn't see it, CJ. I'm shaving. I'm taking a quick shower, shaving, brushing my teeth, doing everything. And this man that was picking me up, he would, he'd just talk all the time when he picked me up, which was fine, you know. And at, at, at uh, you know, 6.45, I heard him back. I said, man, so I just finished. I said, I'll be there in just a minute. You know, when I opened up the door, he went, he just backed away and didn't say nothing. And I just looked at him. I said, okay, let me get my Bible, I'll be out. He didn't say one word to me going over to the Magnolia Christian Center. Now, before he'd been talking like crazy. I was lit up like a light, but I couldn't see it. I brushed my teeth, I shaved, you know, I showered, I did everything, you know, nothing. So I never thought, I got there at seven o'clock, service starts at seven. Now I can prove this. When I got out the car, the man, he was just, I thought, what's Maybe I offended him, you know. John, I thought maybe I said something. You know, I don't know. So I walked into the church. You walk into the foyer of the church, and you turn this way to go into the sanctuary. Now, that church has aisles on the side like that. Uh, then, I don't know how it is now, and just big, huge, long pews. And so I'm going to walk on the side of the building like this. And Randy, I'm lit. And everybody started. They stood up and looked at me. And then they looked at the lights. I was shining. I was lit up, but I couldn't see it. They thought it was the TV lights. There was no spotlights. I didn't know anything. I couldn't see nothing. You know, I'm talking about me. This is me. You know, just me. So as I was walking up, I walked up the steps. They got them little, little short pews that they have on platforms back in those days. You know, the little ones. But Paul Troker looked at me and went, and just backed up and went like that. I said, you going to give me the pulpit? It's three minutes after seven. Ain't they gonna sing? So 
but I was shining and everybody could see it but me. So I stood before the pulpit. I said, I ain't saying nothing about this. People think I'm crazy enough as it is. I ain't saying nothing about this at all. I stood before the people. It was 800 people there. I said, ladies and gentlemen, I have been in the presence of God today. Boom, 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 and they all fell down. I didn't have one person standing. So I sat down on the platform for 30 minutes. I was 39 years old when I had this experience, but it's as clear to me today as it was back then. I literally saw and felt the love of Jesus that he has for you and for me. And I'm still humbled that he asked me to tell you that he's coming. And sooner than you think, listen to me. First time he said, go tell my people I'm coming. When he told me to redo this, I said, well, Lord, I, I did what you told me to do. He said, no, nah, the reason why I want you to do it over, tell them I'm coming sooner than they think. Ladies and gentlemen, look up your redemption draweth nigh. No one knows the day and the hour, but I'm telling you, he is coming. I'm so excited about this part of the program today. Really, I am. I receive questions about my trip to heaven daily, and I want to answer some of them right now. Here's a question from a couple named Laura and Ben. They say, you shared that the tears wiped away are, are from Jesus himself. Can you explain that more to us? That was the thing that shocked me more than anything. I mean, he said, I have to wipe away more until he was crying. Because you see, right now, he's our savior, but then he's our judge. See, he, right now he can change everything, but when he stands as judge, he can't change it no more because what you sow is what you reaped. You see what I'm saying? So that's why he was crying. He said, I, w I, I wish you would have asked me as savior. I can't change it now because I'm judge. Ooh, and I'll never forget that as long as I ever live. Here's another question from a person named Brandy. What will we do in heaven? I like this question. Eternity is a long time. Well, you won't have to be questioned about that. You're going to be very busy, Brandy. You will not get bored. You're going to have more fun than you've ever thought in your life. Think of the greatest ecstasy of your life and let it last for eternity. You know, when you're full of joy, how about the laugh of a brand new baby? Boy, it just excites you, doesn't it? That's purity at its best. You can hear that forever. So you don't have to worry about Brandy. You got a lot of stuff to do, the universe to fulfill. Ben wrote to me and asked Jesse, here's another man named Ben. When you went to heaven, did you feel a longing to stay and not return? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, once you get that glory to God, man, I mean, well, why, why you want to come back here? You see what I'm saying? But one thing I've learned about God, he's got destiny and destination on his mind. And we are going to complete our destiny and reach our destination. And so will you. I'm so glad you tuned in today. And, you know, God loves you and wants a real relationship with you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, your Lord, can I pray with you right now? I want you to repeat this prayer. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sin. I confess my sin today. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead. I receive my salvation today in Jesus name. Amen. That's how simple that is. If you said this prayer with me, would you just let me know? It's so simple that a theologian can't even understand it. Because you see, it's pure, simple faith. I also want to send you my book, Understanding Salvation, to help you with your new life in Christ. It's absolutely free, and I know it will minister to you. How do you get it? Go to jdm.org and click on Do You Know Jesus? And you request it right there. 
Now, I'm telling you, you're going to be blessed. That little book will bless you and help you in your daily walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you've been enjoying these heaven uh, segments. We did part one, part two, part three, part four. I mean, it's just such a blessing of the Lord. And I mean that sincerely. I mean, it took four weeks just to get it all together. And not just some of it, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, uh, if I would just tell everybody, I, I put it in the book. Here's the book at the heaven. But I'm just saying it's just so big. I mean, it's just so wonderful. It's just so great. I don't know how else to explain it, you know, and uh, it's. Can I say this? It's going to sound nuts. Don't have any religion in it at all. Religion's a garden of weeds. It's a theological wilderness. But buddy, when you're standing with the Lord Jesus Christ, and I mean you shoulder to shoulder, oh man, and to feel that presence, and when he turns around and looks at you, and you look at him, there's love like you've never seen before, or ever have ever felt in your life. Oh man, you got to go to heaven. It's going to be a wonderful time. Now, don't go anywhere. I'm coming right back to speak another word to you. I get excited about this. I, I start talking, man. My mind goes back. I want to, you know, just spend more time with you. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment. today are searching for meaning, purpose, peace, and authenticity. In a world bombarded by voices and information, Jesse the Planet's ministry is determined to pierce through the noise and proclaim what every heart is yearning for, the good news of Jesus. I'm going to ask you to meet my friend. That's the passion that drives us to trust God and continue to break through into new realms of the impossible. Only then are we able to reach an entire planet, one soul at a time, and help them experience the life-changing love of God for themselves. You made it! You made it! You made it! Wasn't that easy? That wasn't hard, was it? You see, heaven is wonderful. And I said, what am I doing here? He said, you have an appointment. Heaven, Close Encounters of the God Kind. Order your copy today at JDM.org. You know, this book, Heaven, Close Encounters of the God Kind, is one of the most popular books I've ever written. It's the most sold. I'm telling you what, I mean, it was the number one bestseller on Amazon. I mean, it's just something. I mean, it's a blessing, not because I wrote it, because it's reality. People say, when I read this book, I feel the Holy Spirit just touching me. That's what it's all about. Now, if you'd like to get it, all the order information, just go to our website at jdm.org and you can get that ordering information and it will bless you every time. People can do that all the time. In fact, get on, get on that website and look around. There's so many wonderful things, but you need to get this book. 
and all the art information is there. So get it if you can. Partners, I can't thank you enough for all that you do. I, I can't thank you enough for what you do, what you've done, and what you're going to do. You've been so courteous and kind. In 45 years of preaching the gospel, we have never had a financial deficit. That is unheard of. Most people say, I've never heard of that in my life. You know why? I say it all the time. I trust you. And then you trust me. Otherwise, you wouldn't send your partnership. But we both trust God, you see. And that's what's so wonderful about this thing. I've asked the Lord for every dollar given to our ministry to give us a soul into the kingdom. And what do I bring to people? Joy, love, happiness. I make them laugh. I get rid of all kind of crazy stuff through the power of Jesus Christ who gave me this wonderful anointing of joy and some good little humor in between too. It's just such a blessing. So thank you. Nothing too small, nothing too big. We got a bunch of projects going on all the time and we will complete our destiny and reach our destination, me and you together. I believe you'll be a partner all your life and I'll be a partner to you all my life. We'll both pray for each other and believe God with each other. And it's just going to be wonderful. Also for your November partnership, we're offering today's message in its entirety, my testimony of heaven. Now to get your copy, all you have to do is go to JDM.org to get your copy. Just that simple. I mean, you know, we try to make it as simple as we possibly can. I thank you once again, partners. Maybe one day I'll get to meet you in person. I may not be able to do it here. But when I get to heaven, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> oh, you can come to mine, praise God, whatever. And just have a wonderful time and talk about the wonderful time we had together on earth and all the wonderful times that are waiting for us when we get to heaven. Let me tell you something, that's a wonderful place. There's the throne, there's the new Jerusalem, and there's the paradise all around. It's a planet. It is a blessing. You talk about pretty, you hadn't seen pretty till you walked there. You hadn't smelled fragrances like you had there. The colors, you've never seen red and blue when it doesn't have a stain of scent on it. My God, it's the most amazing purples, good, yellows. Go, oh, it's, it, you gotta go. You just gotta go. Until next week, this is Jesse saying I love you. Our next message will be courtesy, the sister of love next week. I'll see you then. God bless you. Bye-bye. Are you ready to experience the Christmas story like never before? In his book, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, Jesse Duplantis delivers an insightful, fresh look at the manger and beyond. You'll be inspired to have a higher life of faith as he explores the mysterious ways God moves. Get ready to elevate your character with the characters of Christmas. The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Uncommon Lessons from the Christmas Story. Order your copy at JDM.org today. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I Never Learned to Doubt, it's my new book. Get it today. Courtesy is the flavor of our personality, which we add to our conversation. So we taught Jody to be courteous. We teach Meredith, our granddaughter, to be courteous. 
And I tell you what, I, my mother used to tell me, and I still today, you don't eat nothing in front of somebody without offering them something. Do you understand that? I said, yes, and I'm still like that till today.